want like 20 acres of land. We're on about two and a half acres of land, but we want about 20. We want to do about four mazes and a haunted hayride. That's kind of the goal. Over the past 17 years, Fear Farm has grown from a porch display into a multi-attraction ticketed event. While it's still in a residential area, clearly the team has plans to expand. Coming up, we're going on location to learn about the design choices behind their major attraction. From the Hauntation Network, I'm Philip, and this is our 61-day Hauntathon counting down to Halloween. It's the week of Halloween, which means we're dropping multiple episodes every day. The best way you can support us this Halloween season is still by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along, sign up for our weekly newsletter at hauntattractionnetwork.com. Okay, back to Fear Farm. We did a pre-interview to learn more about the event before arriving. Here's Rick's. So Fear Farm has been a passion project of us for the last 17 years. This year we're going to be running three main haunted attractions. We'll have the Sundown Manor, which is our main haunted house. That'll be our biggest haunted house. New to this year, we're doing Dead Creek, which is going to be kind of an outdoor like maze thing. It's going to go in and out of different buildings and stuff like that. And then we have the Haunted Hayride. Tickets are $13 online and they're going to be $15 at the door. We started off as just like most haunts do, you know, tarp and a strobe light on a porch and it kind of evolved into about two and a half acres. We have multiple attractions now. We have haunted house, we have two mazes, a hayride, a midway, a ghost town. Um, we're doing food this year, so it's really evolved into something more than just a small little porch haunted house. The space we're utilizing this year is much bigger than we have in previous years. We've We've added like a ghost town area and stuff. So there's definitely a lot more room for, for people. It used to be you come in and there was the line area and that was basically it. This year, you're gonna be able to free roam. We'll have actors kind of walking around, kind of like if you were to go to like the amusement parks, you know, like you can kind of mingle with them. You can kind of choose what attractions you wanna do versus having to go in like a, a single path. So that's kind of, that's kind of our, what we're doing new this year. Remember Sundown Manor? The glorious two-story mansion facade acts as a centerpiece of the event. And when we arrived on site, we asked Ricks to walk us through. Tell us a little bit about why you decided to do the room we just went through. I like the idea of when you walk in, you enter like a two-story mansion. Right. So already you have the sense of size. It's this huge right. grand facade. Then you walk in and you're, you walk down and kind of like you're dipping below the kind of like looking like you're going to dip below the sight line of right. the fog and then you have the actor in there on stilts so it just creates this crazy sense it's almost like you feel like you're on an elevator <laughs> like you're going down he's going up and you're just like what it's is happening twilight zone feeling yes. for sure i remember we tried it out about a week ago with him in there we had him practice on the stilts we set the stilts to the right height yep. and we you know, we were just in awe. It looked like he was skating across the laser beams. Yeah. And it was just, it was unreal. Like we were like, we couldn't believe how well it turned out. Cause you know, when you come up with these ideas, sometimes they look good on paper and, and in reality, yeah. it doesn't work yeah, as you're good basically as you basically like, what if we could have an actor walking on the fog? Right, right. That was the challenge. We were like, okay, how do we do that? I was like, I don't know, drywall stilts, paint them black and just let them go for it and see what happens, you know? Yeah, and I, and you know we we just want to be innovative. Yeah. You know we want to push it. We'll, we'll do different. We do different stuff every year. Yeah, you know, and this is that was kind of our one thing we wanted to do that was truly unique. 
What's up? And then we and then you enter in and you have to like kind of crouch under. Right. And uh-huh. so it's very like like you said very Wonderland. Where right. You've had we want this, to go yeah. from a really big tall space to a real small space. Yeah. We don't want people to get too comfortable. Yes. <laughs> you know. And now we're we're like walking down the hallways and very distressed, very like. Oh, yeah. Incredible panel work here. And then, like you said, then you're not even expecting it, and you do that classic misdirection where you have the light right. kind of shining at you. So you're not looking up, you're looking at the doors, and you're looking at all this side stuff. Because, like you said, you think they're going to come from the doors. Right. But then you have basically on the roof, right, yes. coming in. There's still cross beams here, and you have a little bit of tiling oh, to yeah. give the impression that they're breaking through the roof. Right, right. We're not supposed to have roofs where, yes. like, where yeah. that is, yes. that's a rule, you know, because we don't have, we're, we're we not have in a building and we yes. don't have sprinklers. So we, so let's just do a half roof. Yeah, and make let's it, just like, tear it's the not, roof off, yes, like, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's technically it's still it's still an open air building, so you don't need the sprinkler system, and right. it's it, it's up to code. But you get enough of the of the suggestion right. of it of you tearing open, which is just adds another layer. So you're like you've come in, you've gone this huge, and you've gone down this tunnel, and now you're in the hallway, and the ceiling's being ripped off, and there's this huge claw and person right. coming down. Like, well, for one, normal guests they look down. Yes. more than they look up we we know that and especially you're drawing their attention with these set details right that right and, that, and that's exactly why those yeah. are there that Imagine, is yeah. Yeah. but it's crazy how this room looked very open until you just throw a couple two by fours across yes. the top <laughs> yeah and then all of a sudden you have a roof yeah and it's it, it, it's those little things yes. it's the little things and and especially because you're lighting it from the top Right. So like normally you're not lighting it in this way and you're highlighting these side panels. Mm-hmm. You know, you normally why would you do that? You're doing that so that you're they're not going to look into the light. Right. right. Humans don't look into the light. Like, yeah, no they, they they they're yeah, I mean, they'll go towards it, but <laughs> they'll go towards the light. They don't look into it. Any other yeah, design choices as you're going through? You got to have a little bit of a break. You know, like they got to they got to have some kind of suspense, you know? So that's kind of what this room is for. It's kind of just stuff to look at. Yeah, it's gross, you know? The bathroom, the yeah. Bathroom, We're in the bathroom, yeah. it's gross. There's yeah. like a dirty bathtub here with the dirt inside of it and a to- uh, like a toilet. But mm-hmm. what I like too, it's everything's real. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like... <laughs> Pull that out of our, uh, a Rite Aid. My dad and I used to fix Rite Aids for a living, so. Yes. Yeah, so that came out of a Rite Aid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, lots of that kind of stuff. Then we bring them this way, and then we hit them with a drop window, which to me is my favorite scare. I think it's the easiest and the yeah. best thing yeah. there is. So we go through the hallway and then into the dining room. Right. So this is open air room, right. and it's a dining room, but we have a chandelier, which you have attached right. with the uh, cross beams. But the cross beams are not just cross. We have little, like, again, showing the hints here on the side showing the hints of a, of a roof that has been kind of ripped off. And, and if you, the average person's just not going to notice that there's not a roof here. But they're going to notice the, this, you know, right. they're going to notice the, the ceiling fixture. And plus another trick too, it's over the table. So there's never a point at which the guests would go under it. So there's not a, a fall hazard. Mm-hmm. So then we, from the dining room, we're progressing to the kitchen. Yes. And so that uh, cabinet came out of my grandma's house right oh, there. That's great. <laughs> and we have some, like beautiful distressing, distression on the walls here. Mm. And then we have the classic, you have to go into the refrigerator. Yeah, this was actually my mom's idea. She was like, wouldn't it be awesome if you shove people in the refrigerator? 
but but I was like, okay, so let's hog out a refrigerator, and and now yeah. it's a walkway through. So yep. So it, it it worked out pretty well. A lot we get a lot of compliments about this that one. Yeah, and the freezer then, you know, you're kind of like breaking out through the freezer. Yeah, so now we're in the doll room, and I guess like thematically, how do we arrive here, like storyline? What were you thinking when you are like, let's um, put a doll room at the end of the freezer? You know, I mean, originally, this is kind of one of the areas where we ran out of time. Yeah. You know, because we were originally going to bust a hole in the wall, and you were going to go through another hole in the wall and end up in another part of the house. That was kind of the idea, but we... We, time is was our enemy this this season yeah but so like thematically that's what kind of happened right you basically like you you busted out basically through the freezer into right. a different room and the room is like the the child's right uh, a very interesting child yes with lots of <laughs> lots of dolls so yeah and then what we really wanted to do is we did a doll room before yeah. and we weren't getting the dolls close enough to people <laughs> that was that was our problem. So we were like, okay, let's make a dollhouse where they have to duck, and we'll put the dolls right on them. So that's kind of the idea behind this. And again, it plays on the theme earlier, like yeah. a kind of like recurring motif of size. Mm. You know, it's the same thing again, where right. you you enter previously you entered into a facade and you went down, right. and you entered in your first room, and now it's a smaller facade because it's a dollhouse, right. and you're coming back down again. Yeah, right, and like. Like, we don't want people to feel like it's too open. We want to bring it down and then open it up. So, and then we kind of, we want to do like behind, like in old houses, they have slatted walls. So that's kind of the idea behind this. Honest time kind of got us, but there is a guy under the, under here. <laughs> we were supposed to put a light on him, but you know, next week. <laughs> and this makes sense too. We're like, kind of, we've gone into the dollhouse now. Right. So we're entered the house and that's why you have the slats because right. this is like the, the wood that old, old school wooden dot dollhouses be made out of right well old houses were yeah. made out of wood slats too like victorian homes and, and then we have the actual mannequins yes. full-size mannequins here yeah which i actually got all of these from different people so so then what we've we've left the dollhouse the greenhouse yeah yes. this is okay. the greenhouse I think we're kind of still in the dollhouse world, essentially. Yeah. And and so that's why, because it gets a little bit more fantastical at this point. Right. Because right. we've, and so it's kind of like the make believe world. So mm. we've exited the dollhouse, and and outside we have the greenhouse, and then of course the lattice work, and this is the the kind of like fake lattice work where mm. the like werewolf pops out at you yeah. through <laughs> through the wall. So it's a great scare, but also thematically it makes sense. We've right. we've become more fantastical. Right. Right. And then you're going back to the world, so we yeah. squeeze through the tube. Yeah, and a, a good way to end it, the claustrophobia tunnel. Mm. You know, something that this year we saw peop some people cut yeah. because of the high contact touch surfaces. Right. There's an optional exit if they don't want to go right, through it. Right. So, we, like, you know. We, we, that was really important to us. We understand some people are kind of worried about it. We allowed them to do, make that choice on their own. What the claustrophobia tunnel does is it continues that theme of being compressed, of feeling like things are size oh. and, and to spit you back out into the regular right and they come running out that yes. that and i'm like it's crazy and and so yeah that's that's the maze and before we left i want to know a little bit more about where they see the event expanding from here we have been volunteer staff for years we want to pay people that was our biggest achievement they deserve it their blood sweat and tears go into this thing and they are what make this thing like work 
So this year we, we got the funds, we got the sponsors, we got everything to make that happen. You know, we went way out of our way for that. Yes. So you did make it to pay everybody. Yes. And then also has everyone shown up? Because we've talked to a few other haunts where they've had maybe like a 50% no-show uh, rating because like... We had about 80 or 90 people that were new sign up for the haunt. Two actually showed up. And now we're down to one. So we are all returners here this year. The entire crew is experienced. And I've had some of these people for 10 years or more. And they just, they're addicted. They've got bit by the bug like me. This is my 26th haunted house that I have done. There, and some of these are, some of these people have been with me like 10, 12 years. It's crazy. And it's like, they're, they're my family. What is your next goal now that we're here and we're open? Like we're, we're here, you opened <laughs> successfully. Humans showed up to Dude, attend. Showed up, yeah. <laughs> People showed up, they paid. You're here, you're paying actors, you're open. Like, oh my God, what's your next goal? I guess my next goal is just to expand. I wanna see how big we can go. We want like 20 acres of land. We're on about two and a half acres of land, but we want about 20 because we want to do about four mazes in a haunted hayride. That's kind that's of the goal. Event. Yeah, that's a big footprint. Yeah, and, and it's hard. It's hard, especially because there's like two of us. Are, we, we've expanded a little bit now. We have, we have James and we have Danny now. But when we were first starting, like getting this together, it was months where there was just us two putting everything together. I mean, this whole maze, everything was kind of, kind of put together by the two of us. But I'm just lucky to have really, really good people to fill this thing with at this yeah. point, you know, but yeah. we're excited moving forward though. We are gonna grow bigger. Today's episode was produced by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope. Stay up to date this season with our free weekly newsletter. Sign up at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. We're counting down to Halloween with daily podcasts in our 61-day Hauntathon. Our Hauntathon is made possible through generous support from Gantam Lighting and Controls. We'll see you back here tomorrow and every day until Halloween. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.